Welcome back to the Bobcast. We back. Now I can't lie, it feels real good to be back. We got a lot of shit we gotta get into today. Hey, cuz. Yo, Lonnie. Yo, brother. Right, I'm just making sure y'all here. Hold on. We're gonna get to it. Welcome back to the podcast, man. Another amazing episode, man. Um, I wanna, I wanna ask y'all fellas a very interesting question. Uh, and Troy, I know you're married, so this might be a tricky. Under, I know, so I don't know if you could really answer this one. But do you feel like you have the chances of ending up with somebody older than you or somebody younger than you? And why do you think you would end up with somebody younger than you? Well, I would say just based on stuff that I like. Like, I like newer music. Um, I like, like, newer television, anime, stuff like that. So, I feel like I would attract, like, somebody maybe a year or two younger than me. Uh, quicker than I would attract an older crowd. Because how you feel about it? Well, for me, to be perfectly honest, it's a little different. Because I kind of attract both. Uh, you know, my personality and my spirit is very youthful. So, you know, it definitely uh, brings on, like, the young tenderonies. Um, but then also, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm an old soul. I'm ahead of my time. So, you know, the older show is also Pete Game. And, you know, they take a liking to me, to liking to me as well. Uh, a lot of times I do feel as though, like, if I was to lock in and probably, you know, I guess settle. Um, it, chances are, it, it. I wouldn't be surprised if it's somebody younger. However, um, I do. I, I just do love, you know, the benefits of dating somebody older. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that's, you know, been around a little longer than me. You know what I mean? You know, that look good and keep up with the, you know, everything. You know what I'm saying? Really don't show their age, but you know, they just their own game you feel me so you know it, it, it's pros and cons of both parties but I don't know it, it, it's like it, as as the years go on I can see the benefit of just fucking with somebody younger for real for real um, but that's nothing to that's that's not to take anything away from you know the older crowd and the older shorties okay 
Uh, Brother, do you feel like you can still speak to this topic? of millennials in Gen Z said that they would prefer to spend money on life experiences. Uh, They'd rather do this now than save for retirement, according to a couple uh, researchers, uh, to be exact, Bloomberg. So uh, do y'all feel like that's true? Millennials and people uh, of today's age, they'd rather live in now and not worry about tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, definitely speaking from, you know, a, a millennial standpoint, for sure, bro, because it's so many different ways to make money nowadays, you know, like, people make hundreds of thousands of dollars just from behind a computer doing, you know, mad different side hustles, whether it's, like, selling clothes or, you know, working on startup websites and stuff like that, so I definitely feel like it's more money to be made nowadays, and that's why people are spending money on experiences, and, you know, the, the older generation, they had to work for, you know, one or two companies for 30 years and make sure they get the retirement, their 401k, um, and all that type of stuff, where, you know, it's just a different time. Like, we're in a different age of how money is being used and how it's being traversed through, you know, different means, like electronically and, you know, cash flow and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's bitches out here that make, you know, mad bread just selling feet pics and shit like that. Like, people on OnlyFans, people, like I said, they're doing mad different side hustles. So I feel like money is just more available nowadays to where you, you don't have to really worry about retirement. You can still get your money. So you feel like because there's so many different other avenues to make money, that's why people aren't worried about saving it? Yeah, because there's. I feel like, you know, nowadays, like you said, yeah, it's many different avenues. And, you know, the older we get, like, the more time goes on, there's just going to be more avenues to make money. Okay. Uh, Cuz, brother, how y'all feel? I feel like pretty much um, it's it's, it's kind of like a, a 50-50 for me because it's, we shouldn't neglect underneath the now. However, we should make foundation uh, for the years to come. Uh, you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't think it's bad for, you know, uh, like, you know, the generation now to, um, to live in the now and to pretty much go off of what Lonnie was saying, like, you know, like, because there's so many ways to, you know, kind of like secure a bag, you know, the whole mentality is different, you know, opposed to how, you know, the, the older, the old heads used to do back in, you know, in the times where, you know, they were working, but they didn't have the access and the outlets that we had today. So, of course, it's going to be a difference. And, of course, they're going to hate, you know, um, but it's just it just makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know, oh man, you know, people sit behind a computer, like Lonnie said, you got people that are in front of a phone. Um, it's so much shit that goes on and that people do, you know, where it's like, yo, <laughs> this motherfucker's getting paid just going live on TikTok. Uh, yeah, you know, and a lot of, and a lot of these youngins they free and they self up from the nine to five life. 
So, you know, kudos to them, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I'm still working towards that, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? But, um... It, it just, it just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? We can't, we can't have an old head mentality or old school mentality in today's time. It's just not going to fucking work. How you feel about it, brother? Uh, I would like to see where they did this study at. They did this research because I just look at it like this: it's mad companies. That used to help people retire, like match you with your 401ks and shit like that. They don't really do that no more. Well, not as much as they used to. So you can't even really plan a retirement working a regular ass nine to five unless you know somebody that knows somebody. You know what I mean? If you got somebody in your area telling you to go sit with the people at Chase Bank, nigga working. And you got a family, yeah, you're going to spend them bands on Disneyland. Yeah, you're going to do things like that. You're not going to think about saving for your retirement and shit because niggas is about to be working. Because I ain't no feet pick selling ass nigga. I ain't about to do nothing strange for no change. You feel me? I'm going to go out here and do what I'm supposed to do. And do what I got to do. You feel me? So at the end of the day, and the 2008 financial crisis got a lot of people afraid to put their money into that system again because they fucked a lot of people's money up with that, like pensions and all that shit. So I think Gen Z, the millennials, whoever, I think they looking at what happened and just like, oh, yeah, nah, fuck that, we living. You know what I mean? We ain't about to even go that route. Okay. Uh... I can see the pros and cons of, of why people move like that. I definitely do think that study is true, though. I definitely do think that study is true, based off just my experiences being part of that generation as well. But, uh, okay, so moving on. Nordstrom in South California, it was looted as a flash mob basically stripped the store clean. Uh, employees couldn't do nothing but just watch... Uh, Niggas and bitches just run through the store, grabbing clothes, bags, shoes, running out the store. I'm not sure if y'all seen any of this, but uh, as far as looting, how do you, how do you feel about just seeing some shit like that? Is that insane? They say, oh, when the saints go marching in, I want to be in the number. <laughs> If we out there running around, running crazy, look, younger Troy, God's honest truth. Bunch of niggas about to run in Nordstrom. I'll probably take one shirt or a hat, something. But I'm out there. I'm out there. I'm sorry, man. Let me get something. Let me get something. It's lit. And it's crazy to say, but I'm just speaking facts right now. Do I feel like people should do it? Nah, it's crazy. It's dangerous. But a lot of shit is crazy and dangerous. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, you know, um, people usually look at it, you know, the way that uh, we're taken from the big corporations, you know, this this, uh, this little profit loss isn't going to really hurt them. But, you know, if this stuff starts to get normalized, I feel like it's it's almost anarchic. Like, we can't, we can't keep moving like that. 
Um, this is not the first time I've seen something out of California where they're doing stuff like this. Um, I mean, they're doing it in San Francisco every day with, like, carjackings and, you know, the, the flash mob robberies and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it's just not it's not going to a good place, right? It, I don't like it because you could uh, really get somebody else hurt that's really there just to shop and just be about their business. Um, you could knock over a kid with a mom or some shit like that. And, you know, now everything's falling back on something else. Like, now the, the news line is something else. It's not the flash mob, you know, robbed the, the Nordstrom's. Now it's, you know, the kid got knocked over and his, his school got crashed. And now whose fault is it? Because niggas wanted some shirts and hoodies and shit like that. So, yeah, I don't think it's a good look, bro. Um, you know, but I'm, I am always down with taking taking down the big corporations, you know, spreading the wealth on some Robin Hood shit. But I, I just don't think that's the way to do it, man. I just don't, I don't agree with it. Hey, Lonnie. I gotta you agree with you, Lonnie. You are a bright and considerate young man, Lonnie. Just wanna let you know that. Appreciate it, LG. Uh, I do, I do feel Troy where you say, yo, a, a younger version, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But, you know, when you look at it from a really good perspective, and as an older, mature um, adult now, you kind of look at that shit as reckless, definitely. You definitely look at it as yeah, reckless. Yeah, it's for sure reckless. Like, what if one of them niggas end up getting shot out there? Yeah, and man, over some clothes, man. Else, right? Over some clothes, my nigga. Exactly, but it's not a good look, yo. It's not a good look. They, they need to stop doing that shit. Yo, cuz, how you feeling about it? Yo, no bullshit. Yo, when when I when I uh, saw that, when I saw that you put that in like the list of topics, cause I was so disappointed in that. Because bro, that was that was the first credit card I ever you know had. It was with Nordstrom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that fucking sucks, bro. That really, really sucks like you know I, you know out of, out of all the stores not Nordstrom's bro come on man like that that's yeah um first and foremost it's just crazy that that shit even happened the way it did and it's in Southern California so I don't know who dropped the ball but somebody's definitely about to pay somebody's definitely about to lose their fucking job and uh yeah we, we just gotta see how this thing uh all unfolds but damn man fucking Nordstrom you know that's that's millions of dollars worth of merch bro because if you know anything about Nordstrom Nordstrom don't carry no mediocre Ross TJ Maxx Marshalls base no no we talking about legit designer, you know what I'm saying, high-end retail items. Like, nigga, I was able to get some fucking Ray-Bans for the low from Nordstrom Rack, nigga. Like, oh, man, like, you just don't understand, bro. You just don't understand. Brother, did you want to say something else about that topic? A lot of these stories and shit, I think Lonnie mentioned it, a lot of these stories being short and shit. Right, you know what I mean. So if somebody do decide that they want to shoot somebody, like a police officer, decide to pull up the Nordstrom because niggas is stealing from Nordstrom and shoot somebody, that's crazy as hell. That's one. And then I, I do say, as an adult sitting here, it's wild, dangerous. But again, as a young boy, I, 
participated in shit like that before. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I've been around. Like, where I'm from, we young niggas did shit like, like that. So, you know, mm-hmm. I just don't think nobody... I don't know, like I said, as an adult, hindsight, it was crazy. I could have got hurt. But I don't think no nobody should get hurt over no clothes, over no insured clothes. You get what I'm saying? But I do think it it uh it goes a little deeper. Like I think like Lonnie touched on, cause now you running in there just over some shirts, but somebody get knocked over, somebody else get hurt, it turn into something else. Like somebody else in there with their kid or their girl or something like that. I don't know, but I definitely do feel where you coming from, though, brother. A hundred percent, I definitely do feel where you where you coming from. All right, so uh, I do want to say R.I.P. Magoo. You know. Uh, his contributions to the basement crew would never be forgotten. So he's he's worked this this guy also worked with Missy Elliott, Timberland, Aaliyah, Static Major, Tweet, Genuine. That's just a, a a few legends, you know. And all those people are legends themselves, just to name a few. I just want to play something by him. I'm not sure if y'all familiar. All those people are legends themselves. I'm not sure if y'all familiar. I wanna. I just want to play something. Hold on, by let me. Sure um, let me let me um put some more wow. This this verse is kind of fire. Now, yo, Troy, I know you're familiar with that joint. I'm definitely familiar with that verse right there that I just played. And uh, I just did my little research, and I definitely seen that he's a legend. Definitely seen that's a legend. So we definitely want to say RIP, my man. We appreciate everything you did in hip-hop, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely here at the podcast. We definitely appreciate all the fire verses. I remember that shit as a kid. Um, y'all, You fellas want to speak to it a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, I just want to say something real fast. Um, you know, it's a little poetic that he passed away at 50 years old and hip-hop just turned 50 the other week. So I want to say rest in peace to that man and um, salute to his family. Uh, hold your head, bro. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's always unfortunate when a legend, you know, takes uh, his or her last breath. Um, and, you know, bro, 
with some, you know, solidified artists, uh, legends in the game, you know, um, I just, I just, uh, want to, you know, extend my condolences to the family, man. Word, absolutely, man, I definitely feel you. All right, so we also got standing music, standing hip-hop. We got Sexy Red. She is now enjoying Drake's It's All a Blur Tour. All a Blur Tour. Uh, also with Moneybag Yo. Moneybag Yo is up in there. Uh, excuse me, T, Can you? Can, how do you feel about Sexy Red uh, joining Drake's tour? Does, does that make you excited or more, you know, anticipate the concert to come to a city near you now that she's part of the tour? So I'm actually excited for her. A lot of people like sigh at her, but I think she's just having fun and she's she going up for real. Is this surprising though that she's part of the tour? Do you feel like she's she blowing up a little too fast? Um, I wouldn't really say too fast, but to be with Drake, I mean that's like. I don't know. That's kind of crazy. But I'm not hating on her. So, shit, if she getting it, she with Drake, that's good for her. Now, Lonnie, I know you a Sexy Red fan. You told me that that was your favorite. <laughs> that's your favorite in the game right now. Now, besides her, her coming on the tour, I do want you to speak to that. Besides her joining the tour, do you feel like she's bigger or better than someone like Glorilla at this point? Um, um I mean, but, uh, yeah, she's definitely bigger than Glorilla right now. Um, I see some new news about her every day. Like, she's doing something different every day. Like, she's doing something, like, in an interview. Um, she might have, like, a verse on some, on some music. Like, she's doing her thing. So definitely salute to her. Um, and I, I feel like it's not too fast for her. I feel like, you know, we're in the new age of music where you're getting fast-tracked, right? Like, if you have a hot song with a decent video, like, where we can just see your face, and you look, you know, halfway good, but you're, you're on. Like, you're on the fast-track to start them. And they're not, playing, they're not playing around nowadays. I mean, I seen a report maybe a week or two ago where they said um, A&Rs and music are having a hard time uh, putting new, uh, new artists on because of artists that are getting on just by themselves like just dropping uh some some on tiktok or youtube or something like that so i mean i'm, I'm happy for her she's doing her thing and uh she looks happy doing it man like she looks like she's having a good time because troy how y'all feeling about sexy red T what T what the what the what the girls be saying? How I go thugging thugging with my rounds? <laughs> I 
what she said. She out of town. This nigga. Alright, alright, cuz, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, yo, it's crazy because I'll never forget when I first came across her little video and I was cracking the fuck up at the random ass white dude in the background, right? And, um, <laughs> I mean, shit, regardless of me liking her, cause I do like her, I'm not gonna sit here and fucking lie. I think she look good as hell. Okay. I like how natural she is. I I think she is fucking ratchet and ghetto. <laughs> but it's just something about that motherfucker that I like, man. I don't know what it is, but she's definitely a big industry plant. And um, I just <laughs> hope she's just I mean, because I ain't going to hold you. Like, I, I guess apparently um, she was supposed to be, uh, I guess, linked up with Moneybag Yo and his team, cuz. I, I unless I misread how you have uh, put it, but I mean, shit, who the hell is going to rock with Moneybag Yo when they got the opportunity to fuck with Aubrey? You know what I mean? And you know he's a fucking tender ass nigga. This nigga's going to take the pictures like he did. All kissing on her neck and all this other shit. He just, you know, you know, license shit, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, she's about to, she's about to, um, she's about to eat for sure. She's about to eat for sure. She, she has a greater stage presence than Ice Spice. Like she, she blows Ice Spice out the water in so many uh, ways. It's like really, really pathetic at this point as to hold on. Hold on, Lonnie. Would you agree with that? This, 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 this girl blow ice spice out the water. Tea. Would you agree? Nah, I, I wouldn't say it right now, but she is on her little ice spice run. Like she's doing her thing. You know, she's uh, crazy as hell, up right? at the awards and stuff like that. But nah, Sean, I can't say that because ice spice is doing like pop songs with. Don't she? She got a song with Taylor Swift. She does. Like, bro, like she's all the way up, bro. Like yeah. she's almost. Nigga, Taylor Swift, bro. Bro, she's huge. Yeah. Taylor Swift went crazy at the biggest tour this year. I mean, T, how do you feel? Do you got Ice Spice or you got Sexy Red? Honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of either. Um, but what I will say is my girl Glorilla. That's who I really rock with. Because, um, Sexy Red, I mean, she's cool, yeah, 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 but the way, like, I don't know, I just really, the way she presents herself, it's cool, if that's who, you know, that's who she is, that's who she is. Ice Spice, I'm not really an Ice Spice type of girl, but, um, yeah, I mostly rock with, like, Glorilla. I like her, she real. I mean, real quick, cause, like, I'm just saying, like, how... <sighs> There's no way, Lonnie, you could even fathom and think that this girl, Ice Spice, is even, like, even competing with Big Sexy right now, bruh. Like, I'm just saying, bruh. Like, like, okay, first and foremost, like, even though the lyrics may be borderline mediocre on fucking, on Sexy Red's behalf, at least she has versatility with her music. 
fucking Ice Spice is just riding the drill wagon until the fucking wheels fall off this shit. And it's like, how much, how much can you really do and produce off the same drill pattern? And I'm a percussionist, so you gotta understand, I hear these things. Like, it's the same repetitive. Hold on, Lonnie, pattern. did you wanna, did you wanna respond to that? Wrap up. Let's go ahead and wrap up the Ice Spice and Sexy Race. Alright, so getting into some movies, man. We got my nigga Denzel. He's back. You know what I'm saying? My favorite actor. He's back. Equalizer. The Equalizer 3 is dropping, man. And it's also got Dakota Fanning in it. Are, are y'all niggas ready for the Equalizer 3? I mean, they giving us, they keep giving us John Wick. Shit, you can run my nigga back. You can run it back. mad at that take that's a hot take that's a fire one too yeah that's a fire one yeah i mean i think you know the new equalizer is gonna be fire bro i mean it's denzel doing his thing um you know the only thing is that you know he's older now so i, I kind of want to see how they're gonna be having the old niggas you know doing old niggas stunts like but still getting sturdy with niggas 
you know, still equalizing shit out. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson is old as hell. Liam Neeson be moving though. That's what I'm saying. But, uh, that active. Like, Denzel going to do him. Denzel active too, line. Yeah, Denzel's active, nigga. Come on, man. This, this ain't this ain't the. I know who you are. I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga. This is okay. All right. <laughs> oh, you think you can do this to me? Okay, Jake. You dumb as shit. <laughs> y'all something uh what is denzel's i'm gonna start i'm gonna start with you troy then i'm gonna go to you t uh what is y'all's favorite denzel film or give me his best film or you can give me both well so what's y'all favorite or what's his best film my favorite denzel film is probably man on fire okay all right what's his best film you feel like he did his best then is it would it be man on fire as well Okay. Wow. I've almost forgot about that. All right. I want to say mine real quick. I want to say mine real quick before niggas take mine. So, all right. That was a good one. Damn, brother. All right. So, I think his. Okay. I think my favorite, my favorite might be the Malcolm X. My favorite is the Malcolm X, but I think he did his best probably in American Gangster. He snapped in American Gangster. All right. So, T, are you, you familiar with Denzel? T, you familiar with Denzel? What's your favorite Denzel movie? be so basic but honestly i would say training day <laughs> that's not a bad one though it's not a bad one yeah it's a that's of, basic it's though but that's basic though i know i figured but all right what's his best one what's his best one you got another one 
He has so many movies. I can't even think of all of them right what you now. You just gonna say, remember the Titans? You got it. Cause you on bullshit, <laughs> bro. Like, goddamn, I think it's just a fucking goal, bro. What you just gonna say, remember the Titans? Go ahead, cuz. Go ahead, Lonnie. Y'all go. Nigga, give me your favorite and give me his best. Well, Remember the Titans is one. Uh, but I, I feel like I feel like the movies like Man on Fire and Training Day is kind of like cliche, although his performance was stellar. Um, but for me, uh, I feel like Flight was super oh, underrated. That's a good one, that's a good one. I feel like Denzel's, I feel like Denzel's performance was super underrated. That motherfucker literally damn near had me crying because <laughs> he confessed on <laughs> the fucking board. That motherfucker said, he said, yes, I was. No, cuz, I don't want to hear how he did it. No. So are those are those your two movies? Are those your two movies? Sure, Lonnie. Yeah, I was gonna say flight. Uh, I was gonna say flight as his best performance, and uh, for you know a movie that I just really fucked with, bro. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say basic, bro. I was I'm gonna say Training Day. Yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. Like you know, a couple different people could have played that that role, maybe like Samuel Jackson or somebody. But, like, just how the movie played out. And I love movies that take place in the span of one day, too. That's one of my shits. Like, I like, you know, movies like Fueller, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Because, you know, it takes place in one oh day. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, that type of, I love that type of shit. That's a fucking movie, bro. Yeah, word. That, that's my shit. So, I definitely like movies that just take place in one day. Hey, yo, let me change my one from um, Man on Fire to John Q. Because John Q almost made me cry and shit. Word. I swear, I just, took, I just took me off mute because I was literally about to say John Q was really good. I looked at that. Yeah. It was so sad. Yeah, that don't have me in my feelings for real, for real. So I think that might be my favorite one. That's when that nigga was on the phone and he was like... Don't, please don't, please don't talk to me like that. You're insulting my intelligence as a human being. Please. What about the movie when he was on the train and he was the nigga? Oh, unstoppable. You talking about Palum? You talking about Palum One Two Three? Yeah, he was on the phone. Yeah. Oh, fa oh Palum One Two Three. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was the Yo, show. He got so many movies, man. He got so many movies. He yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the shit with John Travolta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was another one. That was, unstoppable was good too, though. All right. So I just want to say, nowadays, nowadays, 
uh, people will fake a lot of things. You know, you got the dude, he's faking like he's a dog. You got people faking they death, like the little, uh, the little, little girl. Little yeah, little Tay. And then you got a lot of people just, you know, just doing a lot of, whole lot of cabbing, whole lot of flexing. And it turns out somebody else was flexing again. And they got me, too. They got me. Because it was a movie I seen when I was little. It was called The Blind Side. And it, it really touched me, especially as a young a young man playing sports and shit. It was, it was a football movie. So it's a former NFL player, Michael Orr, or however you pronounce his last name. He, he was uh, the main character in The Blind Side. And... Apparently, he was homeless. Some white lady adopted him, took care of him. But it was all a lie. The nigga came out and said that it was all a lie. Now, I was shocked. Hold on. Have any of y'all seen The Blonde Side? Have y'all seen that movie? Yeah, of course. Into the movies and Okay, so y'all all seen that shit. How, how, especially with AI popping up nowadays, how is niggas supposed to believe anything anymore? You can't even believe what you see anymore. This shit is crazy. So I just wanted so just staying on this nigga Michael, right? How many of y'all are surprised that this story ain't real? Are y'all so are y'all shocked? Well, I mean, I I can't say surprised. Well, yeah, I am surprised because you know it, it it's it's such a crazy story to fabricate, bro. Like, but you know you also got to think about it from a Hollywood standpoint. They're trying to make entertainment, so they're gonna you know bring up like the the worst story imaginable like this nigga like he's 16 years old and this nigga can't read like they're trying to make this nigga <laughs> he's just a big ass football player like that shit crazy I, I thought that was crazy as a kid too mo like yeah. this big ass nigga can't read bro what the fuck <laughs> but you know I mean no it, it, it's a really sad situation bro like you know thank god um he stayed in the NFL for so long and he was able to create generational wealth for him and whoever that he holds close. So, I mean, that that's definitely a good thing, but no, nah, it's so foul how that white people family did, did him. Um, it's a it's a nasty situation for sure. And I'm just surprised that it, it took this long to come out. Like, the blind side came out in what? Like, 2009? Something like that? Like, that shit old as fuck. That story been out. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Um, honestly, cause you already know, nigga, I'm not surprised, not even by the slightest. I be trying to tell niggas, man, Hollywood, they love to lie. They love to fabricate and make the story sound all sensational to make us look less than and make the white people seem like the superior race because they got the complexion for the protection of the collection. But I call bullshit on that, man. And uh, shout out to Michael Orr for being honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, because this shit don't be real. And then it's like, you know, now that he spoke up, now this shit got me thinking about the nigga Jimmy Butler's people. Now bring this white motherfucker to the stand. And let's see if she's really being honest about what she's done in Jimmy Butler's life. Because y'all ain't about to make so no goddamn basketball movie and use Sandra Bullock or Jamie Lee Curtis and then get some nappy head actor to play Jimmy Bucket. No, you ain't gonna get us this time. You're not. And I'm 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 just 
I'm just, I'm disappointed, man. I'm disappointed because they will always reach, and then we'll just go along with a lie. And you know, like to go off of what Lonnie was saying, like you know, even though it's the movie's been out for some years, because it has been out for a minute. Um, you know, it, it's just good that the, the truth, yet again, has gotten out, man. Uh, son, that's a good point with the uh, the Jimmy Butler story. Like, you hear that story every time that he's in motherfucking um, in the finals and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Like, ain't nobody trying to, like, bro, like, we understand that it's, you know, foster kids and, you know, families that are, have been detached from their biological immediate families and so forth and so on, but... You're not about to make no fabricated ass fucking fairy tale ass story, you know. Like I said, to to bring one person and put them in the light and then put down, you know, this man's like biological offspring. Like, nah, bro, we not even about to do that shit. And yet again, well, well, well all they can do is just uh, have a career in uh, entertainment or sports. Like, nah, get the fuck out of here, bro. Cause I already know where they're going with that shit. No, that's yeah. okay. I mean, oh, well, the nigga was quiet for a long time. So if you ask me, the checks must have slowed up or some shit. Yeah, Absolutely, cuz. You feel me? So I just look at it like this. I know where we from. A lot of people use people's addresses to go to better schools, to play for better sports programs. And you hear a story like that. And you'd be like, what can I turn that into if you're a Hollywood writer or some shit like that? I don't know the ins and outs of what the white people did to this nigga, like, to make him feel like he should be coming out saying all that was fake. But since he is coming out, I mean, like, what happened? Do anybody know what they did to him to make him come out and say something? No. All right, so, you know. I can't really sit here and look at a movie and be like, that's exactly what, because a lot of shit be loosely based on something. If I write a story about my life, I'm going to take some of what you've been through, some of what you've been through, and I'm going to put it in there. And it might be from my perspective. might not be exactly what happened, but I'll exaggerate some shit because that's what people do. You embellish and shit like that, especially when you're writing for entertainment. So... I just think niggas shouldn't even be looking at movies for no historical uh, reference points and no shit like that. Like, pick a book up or some shit. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with Troy's point. But, like, the problem is that The Blind Side was promoted as, you know, a real, live, true story with this man still in the NFL, like, when the movie came out. So, that, that's the, I feel like that's the issue with this situation is that, you know, they did all that for, you know, some dude who was already going to go to the NFL regardless, bro. Like, this man is, what, like, six eight three three something, bro? Like, come on, bro. He, he was going to get out there anyway. But, um, yeah, this is not a good look for the family, of course. Uh, they're nasty as fuck for that. And um, salute to Michael Orr for, you know, having the courage to stand up and say something about it. Because, you know, like, the the blind side is, is really almost, um, uh, what's the word? Kind of like congruent with um, like King Kong almost. So like, what did you know, he say? Like he said to King Kong is saving like this white lady, and you know it's only now, you know. Word. Uh, you you get what I'm saying? Word. Like, 
Signs a one-year deal worth six million dollars to go to the Patriots. Also, Dalvin Cook signs a one-year one-year deal worth eight million, eight point six, to go play with the Jets. Uh, I'm not surprised that both of these guys went to both of these different teams. I want to ask y'all, out of these two, who y'all think gonna have a better a better year? I'm gonna say Dalvin Cook, but what, what y'all thinking? Who gonna have a better year? Um, I'm a, I'm probably go Zeke. Cause who who's the Patriots quarterback right now? What's the, his name? Uh, it's the it's the young boys. The uh, Dan, is it Daniel Jones? No, Mac Jones. Is it Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Jones? Okay, yeah, he's not a proven passer in the league right now, so they're probably gonna run the ball um a lot more than uh, Dalvin Cook's offense is gonna run the ball with Aaron Rodgers being you know behind the center. So I'm gonna probably just go with Zeke. Because he's gonna get more attempts, and we'll you know we'll add on to more yards and more touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers like to throw to the backs too, though. So you know, he might he might get some he might get some burn. I mean, but is Dalvin Cook still shifty where he can he can move out the backfield? Yes, and, that's why I think you know, they paid the him more. Yes. All right, cool. Well, yeah, I'm still going with Zeke. I mean, Zeke is your boy, though. I mean, it's coming from all Dallas. Right, all right. 
that's my ex. I'm not surprised. Too. <laughs> uh, wow, this is a great question, cause um, I definitely want to see Zeke remain, you know, the, the dog that he was when he came into the league. I don't know how um this season's gonna pan out for him. I'm also happy for Dalvin Cook as well. I think both are gonna get some great burn. Um. But, hey, I won't be surprised if Dalvin Cook has a better season than Zeke. Zeke has been very spotty, but at the same time, I do have faith that, you know, um, we may experience a turnaround being as though he's in a different system and he's no longer on the plantation. I'm sorry, on the uh, organization of the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know. uh, know, Yeah, I mean, and I also feel like, you know, those Patriots uh, one-year contracts generally work out. Like, you know, do they? Seen, yeah, we've seen people like Randy Moss get a one year contract with uh, the Patriots, and then bro, you're talking about up, uh, you're talking about Randy Moss, huh? I'm talking about Randy Moss, though. Randy Moss is not fucking Dude, Randy Moss was, was at the tail end of his career, though, bro. He's not as Zeke, though. He's not Zeke, though. Zeke is no, Zeke is worse. I'm calling it early. Zeke is worse. How about that? I'm calling it early. You said who? Zeke is worse. He's washed up. I kind of agree because running backs already don't last long. And um, his decline, his decline was alarming as fuck. Yeah. You know, but see, that's that's the shit that happens. I always say, man, certain athletes, once you give these niggas endorsement opportunities and you start seeing these motherfuckers on commercials and memes and all that, it ain't even about the game no more. These niggas is making numerous checks that's coming from every which away, all these streams of income. How can you just focus on the game? You making bread hand over fist. We seen this shit with Tony fucking Davis. Anthony Davis, for y'all that don't know. But yeah, when this nigga blows my shit, that's his fucking name. Tony fucking Davis. You seen it with him. Nigga them linked up with LeBron. Got them endorsement opportunities. Now this man, he want to perform and go hard all in the regular season, then disappear in the postseason, then want to be hurt, holding on to his ankle and his leg. And we see this shit all the time, man. So that's why I said I'm going to be surprised if Dalvin Cook kind of uh, comes up on top and has a better season. Absolutely. Zeke, this nigga, Jim. and Zeke, Zeke's spicy as hell too, man. He another one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just—I feel like it depends on if, if Zeke buys into the system, bro. Like, if he's willing to work within the system, bro. Like, Bill Belichick—he's a genius, yo. So he'll figure something out for him. And um, hopefully, you know, Zeke's not expecting too much. Like, hopefully, he's not expecting to rush the ball four hundred times a season anymore. Like, you know, it's over for that. But um, I, I think he's gonna do better than Dalvin Cook. That's just my opinion, though. All right, hey yo, Troy. Let me ask you real quick. Uh, where do you think James Harden is going? Um, I think he want to go back to Houston. So if they'll have him, he probably will go there. We'll take him. We'll take him. He can come home. He can come home. So good. We'll take him. I hope he definitely uh, comes to Houston. So, real quick, I do want to say another RIP, man. 
RP Alex Collins, uh, another NFL player, man. The NFL is more than another loss. You know, niggas be dying, man. Shit is real out here. That's why you just gotta, uh, you know, take it easy every day, man. Don't take shit for granted. Just take it easy every day. But I do want to say RIP him. And I want to ask y'all, man, is there anything else? Oh, oh, I got another thing I want to say. I want to say uh, happy birthday to my to my brother, my biggest brother. Uh, my nigga, like, my, my nigga, like, 102 now. This, this, this shit crazy. I remember when this nigga used to carry me on his shoulders. Remember, I, this nigga used to just get me fresh. You know what I'm saying? My, you know what I'm saying? This is my man right here. I, I, I get a lot of my style from my big brothers. And, you know, I'm just glad that he's still here with us. You know what I'm saying? My nigga's still rocking with us. Again, I want to say, you know what I'm saying? Happy birthday to my nigga, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. My nigga, man. How you feeling? How you feeling, Troy? You feel old? Nah, not at all. I still be doing back trips and shit, nigga. Do, do you want to put your age out there? I said 102. I was close, but... 2 my nigga Nigga, my, I experienced my dad getting hit on his bike, so it's just like, bruh, 
It's like, nigga, do you really want to do that shit, or do you want to risk that shit happening? I already got hit by a car twice, so I don't know, man. <laughs> I just don't know. Because I got a thing. It's a thing about me being able to move fast on two wheels, man, so <laughs> I'm going to just chill. All right, well, let me... <laughs> I'm going to just chill. Let me ask you, man. Hey, bro, you remember this nigga fell down the hill? Our mommy crib, UBA? Nah, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm gone. But let me ask y'all, is there anything else, man, y'all want to go over and talk about cover? Did, I, did we miss anything? Is that, is that everything? I think we did cover everything. That's everything? Yeah, we covered everything. All right, man, it's an amazing episode, man. We did it again. Wait a minute, real quick, did we speak on Reggie and Johnny? Nah, but we can say that for later. We can say that for okay, later, man. Okay. Like I said, it was another amazing episode. I really appreciate appreciate y'all, T. T. It was a pleasure having you here with us. You know, of course, we missed you. Uh, you need to pop in more often. Yes, thank you, T. All right, so uh, that's it, man. I appreciate y'all, man. It's the Bobcast, man. We out of here. Nah, that's that post Malone. Y'all niggas don't know nothing about this. Y'all sleeping. Y'all sleeping.